Hello and welcome. My name is Delta, my pronouns are Viva, Vis, and you are listening to Outcast. This episode is going to be about supposed androgynous privilege and also how androgyny and androgynous people by extension tend to be treated within genderqueer communities. Just a disclaimer, I myself am both androgynous and androgyne, meaning both my gender and presentation are androgynous, so I am speaking from the actual experience of an androgynous androgyne, and I'm not just pulling out of my ass. So I keep seeing this thing within genderqueer communities that everyone or just most people distance themselves from androgyny. All I ever see is people saying they're not androgynous, you know, which is fine, or saying like, oh, we don't owe you androgyny, as if anyone has ever said that we owe anyone androgyny. Like, what? Like, I mean, of course we don't. Like, we don't owe anyone shit, especially not cis people. But it's just framed in a way that makes it seem like androgyny is somehow the default for genderqueer people, or just in general, but it's not. Androgynous genderqueer people are often talked about as if we are gender-conforming. You know, we are treated as the equivalent of a masculine man or a feminine woman. But that's not us at all, because we are just marginalized for being androgynous, like for our presentation and for our gender as well. And another problem with this is also that most people don't even know what androgyny is, because they think androgyny, but what they mean is vaguely masculine. Because they see masculine as a default and equate it with androgyny, they, by extension, think androgyny is the default, even though it is not. And androgyny is not vaguely masculine. Androgyny is any combination of masculine and feminine traits. And because the genderqueer community distances themselves so much from androgyny, they also just distance themselves from androgyne people. Dayan. Dayan is the androgynous equivalent of man and a woman. Because if genderqueer people make a list of gender options, they never ever have androgyne there, even though androgyne and androgyny are supposedly the default, and yet they ignore us within our own community. What a privilege to be ignored within your own community. And it is not my fault, or any Dane's fault, if cis people have some weird expectations to genderqueer people, you know, that they tell like AMAP genderqueer people that they need to be more feminine if they want to be accepted. And yet the genderqueer community kind of lashes out on Dayan rather than at cis people and they just distance themselves from us and kind of push us out, ignore us, erase us, which is simply just not okay. And it's not even like cis people tell genderqueer people that they need to be more androgynous because I have never been told this. All I have ever been told is, if I don't want to be seen as a woman, I need to be more masculine. They talk about masculinity, because they still think in only masculine and feminine terms. I have never been told I should dress more androgynously. It has always been masculinity for me as an AFAB person. It often also feels like androgyny is just seen as something that's kind of up for debate within genderqueer communities rather than also people's actual identity. Like, people often see it as like such a hypothetical thing that androgyny may be someone's actual goal, but it is people's actual goal because there is Dayan out there who want to be androgynous, like me. Like, I want to be androgynous 
not fit any cis person's expectation or whatever. I want to be androgynous because I'm a Dayan. And this, just the fact that people treat androgynous, genderqueer people like we are the equivalent of like a gender-conforming man or woman, that's just horrible and just erases any of our real lived experiences. Because people always act as if androgynous, genderqueers have an easier time to be seen for who we are, you know, that being genderqueer. But that's literally not true. We don't get respected more because we're androgynous. We probably get respected even less if we are completely honest about it. And just because I'm androgynous does not mean that people are going to assume that I am genderqueer. It just doesn't. Like, people will always try to put me in one of the two boxes. And, you know, being androgynous, I'm more likely to be put in a queer man or queer woman box, so I will always experience some kind of homomysia. And sometimes I'm even put in a trans man or trans woman box and will experience massive transmysia, whatever I do. Like, it's just not safe or respectable to be androgynous. I don't know where people get this from. They just pull it out of their ass. I don't know what they're on about, but it's really not safe to be an androgynous genderqueer person. And even if I tell people that I'm genderqueer, they will still insist that I am one of the two binary genders. It's not like they suddenly respect me more because I present androgynously. That's simply not the reality of any of this. And I also believe that the reason androgyny is so ignored and erased within our communities is honestly, frankly, exosexism as well. Genderqueer communities are full of stuff like, are you trans mask or are you trans femme? And, you know, like, basically, are you boy genderqueer or are you girl genderqueer? And we are still pushed into the binaries and people who don't fit that, you know, be it androgyne people or just foreign people, that, that meaning abinary people, xenogender people, just anyone who doesn't fit in the masculine, feminine binary, is just ignored. A lot of people don't want to be associated with us. You know, it's one thing if you're a feminine or binary person, but it's another thing if you insist that every non-binary person has to be masculine and feminine and there aren't any other options. Because that is just extended exosexism and the fact that you know, androgyne as a gender is constantly erased, just shows that to me. Like, tell me where am I privileged for being androgynous if every time I go outside I'm seen as gay or trans and experience some kind of shit if I'm erased within my own communities, if I experience double exosexism, if I'm not being taken seriously, if I'm objectified for being androgynous. Tell me where that is a privilege because it's not and that's it for this episode if you enjoyed this episode or even the entire podcast why don't you share it with a friend or on social media also please give me a review on spotify or apple podcasts that would really help me out you can also support me on patreon at patreon.com slash out underscore cast pod you can find me on twitter and instagram at out underscore cast pod you can also send me a voice message if you want to be featured on this podcast. The link for that will be in the description of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Take care.